Oh, listen to that. What is that? Oh, it's the sound of Phil Collins, my guy, holding the beat down. Remember when he wrote this song? After finding that murderer at his concert? It's a very exciting story. We don't have time for it. You can check any... Any head, any, any news source will have stories on this, uh, Phil Collins. Congratulations. They finally put away the dirt bag that you saw at the concert murder someone and wrote that song on the spot about. It was very courageous of you. We salute you. But tonight, who do we salute? Well, we salute you, the best show listener, because this is the best show, and we got a show for you tonight. What are we going to do tonight? Well, it's very simple. What we're going to do is we're going to, um we did it a, a while ago, the night of a thousand pardos. And what does that mean? Well, simple. You know Don Pardo, the late, great announcer for Saturday Night Live, who did the, uh, the, the musical guest. And then you just have to, and then you, you call up and you do your, uh, your pardo and you come up with an episode of SNL that you would want to see. And, and you just give us the, give us the pitch, baby. 201-332-3484. Great show. We're also going to have a friend call in later in the show and then say hi. Uh, you remember Anna Saragina, right? She's going to call up and tell us about her new podcast. That'll be later in the show. And that's right. Feel it. It's the time. It's best show time. Mood is being set. The show is underway. And here we go. Best show. Jersey! 
everybody. Hey. Hi. What's going on? It's best show time. How are you? Good, right? My book, right? Yes, book? No? That's fine, whatever. You want it, you get it. It comes out next week. I want you to get it, though. It's my book, and I worked very hard on it, and it's now it's book time. Now, we'll talk about that later, but Rudy Toot Toot, uh, as a wise man once said, uh, I welcome you to tonight's best show here, late June, and uh only got one thing to say to everybody. Is it hot enough for you out there? Is it hot enough for you? Is it hot enough for you? That's always a treat when somebody uh says that and means it. I don't mean it. I know the answer. Yeah, it is. It is hot enough. Hot enough for me. Don't need it no hotter than this. Thanks, but no thanks. When it comes to heat, I have enough. But it actually begs the question. I can't speak for you. I can speak for myself. So then I ask you the question. Is it hot enough for you? I'm in Los Angeles. Pat, where are you? Jersey City NJ. Jersey City NJ. And they call him. Everybody loves him. He's, uh, he's a, a quirky fella with, with some tricks up his sleeve. Not unlike the rabbit uh, that sells that awful cereal. Every trick cereal, I, I never eat that that junk. I I've eaten it as a kid. I remember when they changed it from balls into fruit shapes and then changed it back. That was a big deal. I remember people were outraged. Uh, uh, initially, the fruit shape community really took a stand against tricks. And then they were met by just as much, if not more resistance from the, uh, the ball community. If you ate a bowl of tricks right now, Pat, what would that do to you? May, would you throw up? Would you end up in the hospital? I, I know for me, I'd end up in the hospital. I wouldn't end up in the hospital. I'd, uh, maybe have a little tummy ache, but I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a little, a little hungry. Ache. So maybe yeah. I'd enjoy it. I don't even know. Now, what does the night of a thousand pardos mean to you, Pat? It means a lot. It means the return of one of my favorite topics and episodes of the show. And I think the same mm-hmm. goes for the other producers. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I like they can speak for themselves. I know, uh, I know Mike might have a different, uh, opinion of things. Mike, how are you? Okay, Tom. How are you? Good. What, what, what are, you in, the, are you in the army? <laughs> All business tonight. All business tonight. <laughs> Great. That always makes for a fun show. All business tonight. Yeah, I was going to go get some beer before the show, and I ran mm-hmm. out of time. So all business tonight. So sober best show. <laughs> yeah. Don't have anything laying around? Can't take a little no, cold? No, Some vanilla extract? No. Yeah, no vanilla. Yeah, can't go make some toilet wine? Can't whip any of that up real fast? Toilet wine. Uh-huh. You know, whip any toilet wine. When's the last time you did a best show completely dry? Two thousand seven. No, there's they're spotty. You know, okay. I mean, I had a I had a twelve pack, and I mm-hmm. wanted it to last for uh, three weeks. Mm-hmm. 
but it uh, gave him Sounds out. Sounds like a Bruce a Springsteen outtake. <laughs> I had a 12-pack, and I wanted it to last for three weeks. I gave him out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had some visitors to the house, and I I squandered them. Essentially, so uh-huh. I'm, I'm I'm high and dry this week. I sure wish you could get your lips around a Kirkland light now, don't you? <laughs> suddenly, suddenly, it don't sound so bad. Yeah. Well, what's there? You don't like tricks. That's not your speed. No, it's been a while. I mean, I ha- I, I didn't even know about the reconfiguration. That's that's new to me. I just remembered the uh, tiny balls. Hmm. Yeah, Jason, Dudio, Gore. Hi, Tom. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm great. That's nice. You said hi. Yeah. Pat, Pat didn't say hi. Mike didn't say hi. You know what? Duty, if I had a, a keys to a chocolate factory, you'd be getting them right now. Thank you, Tom. That, it's how you greet people. It is. really is. And it's, yeah. a, it's, it's professionalism is really it's, what it comes down to. It's and a simple thing. You showed me. and it's a, But the difference between you, to be fair to Mike and Pat, <laughs> you've got this down-home wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Out on the front porch with some sweet tea. Yeah. Mint julep, perhaps, if you want yeah. something a little stronger. Yeah, my uh, my great-grandmother, Mama Lowe, you know, she taught me to be uh, polite. Yeah, just like that Elton John song, Country Comfort. Yeah. Just like, who wouldn't want to hear about the tenets of country comfort from anyone other than <laughs> Elton John, somebody who... Bought uh, that first band album and then suddenly decided he too was uh, some sort of Civil War hero. <laughs> Where was Bernie from? Bernie? I don't yeah. know. Where was Bernie Taupin from? Where is Bernie that, Taupin from? That kind of color. Well, he's English, little, I think. Yeah, he's British. He, no, he's he's Bernie Taupin's American, isn't he? Is he? I think he is. Am I wrong? How'd they meet them? Were they pen pals? Yeah, they were pen pals. Now he's an English and American lyricist. Yeah. He spent a lot of time in, in America. Yeah. yeah, no, he of course he did. So did Elton John, but he ain't American neither. He's not from Georgia, even though he lives in Georgia. Yeah. And that album yeah. uh, album Peachtree Road? Yeah. His best album. Probably his best. Yeah. I, my, I prefer Red Strikes Back, but uh, all, a lot of people um, are too late for Zero. Yeah. I like the era. Yeah, I like that. That's my favorite era. Oh, little genie. Those were his Geffen records, right? I think those were his Geffen records, yeah. yeah. Well, so look, let's start. Let's just start the show. How about that? Let's well, Pat, let's go right into it. Uh, thanks for we had a little tech tech stuff at the top. We appreciate your patience. Everyone's working very hard to make sure things run. Uh, well, not everybody, but um, some people are working extremely hard to make sure tech things get smoothed out, and I appreciate it. Um, let's get right to it. Pat, do, do we have anybody calling? We've had phones lit up and full since before we gave the number out before the tech oh, look problems. At look at that. That I love it. That's That means people want in on this one. A night of a thousand pardos, once again, you call up. We'll do a little chit-chat. I'll browbeat you into talking about my book. And then you do your, your, uh, and look, the book, I don't want to turn this into a commercial. Actually, I do want to. This is my last shot. It comes out next week. I'm not going to do this forever. 
I'm going to stop talking about this book. I'll never mention it again after a point. You'll never hear about this godforsaken book ever again. But now you're going to hear about it. TomWroteABook.com. You go get your copy. People are getting their early copies. They're trickling out. God knows how that happened. I get like I don't have enough of a stomach ache about this thing. Then I see suddenly everybody, I got your book. I read it. It's like, what? I'm not ready for this. But God bless you. God bless all of you. And people are saying nice things. So I appreciate it. So let's go. Let's go to the horn and see who's got some pardos for us. Meshow, hi. Hey, Tom. How's it going? Oh, it's good. To whom am I speaking? This is Dave in Woodside, Queens. Dave in Woodside, Queens. What's going on in Woodside, Queens tonight? Uh, I turned on the air conditioner for the first time, and yeah. um, there's a lot of heat. You and, might have uh, it not set correctly then, if it's giving you <laughs> a lot of heat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the heat came first, then I turned it on. It's working now. <laughs> okay, good. What's, uh, uh so... <laughs> So you cooled out a little bit now? Yeah, cooling off a little bit. Good. Good. What do you got for me, Chief? <clears throat> okay, I have uh, two for the topic. Um, <clears throat> you nervous? You nervous being first? <laughs> Are you nervous yeah, being first? I am. Yeah. <laughs> so don't worry. You relax. You relax. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Relax. Go, go for Come it. Look. Go for it. It's. Saturday Night Live, musical guest, the specials featuring Frank Stallone. That would be pretty good. <laughs> A short film by Lars Von Trier and Mike Lisk. Oh, that, I, that I'm truly conflicted about. <laughs> means Mike, it means Mike's making some showbiz connections. <laughs> I actually going to have to say, host. Mike, can you introduce me? Mike, can you introduce me to Lars von Trier? <laughs> no, again, who, who's the host? Um, all of Joe Rogan's previous guests. All of Joe Rogan's previous guests are the hosts. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'd be a, that'd be a horrifying episode of SNL. <laughs> I love it. You you started it off just right. <laughs> You're like the baby bear. You're like the baby bear. I tried. And what's your name again? J- Jerry? What is it? <laughs> Dave. We're by Woodside Queens. Dave. Well, from now on, Dave, <laughs> your name is Baby Bear. Because you got it just right. You call up, you say, hey, it's Baby Bear, because I get it just right. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's better than what you told me to call it last time. What did I tell you to say last time? That was Stoner Fool. Wait, what did I say? <laughs> During the New Jersey Weed Strains, you told me to call in a Stoner Fool next time. Well, you, I'll say this, though. You didn't call in as at this time. No. no. I'm revoking Baby Bear status, which would no. have been pretty much the highest ranking uh, status for a, for, a, uh, for a caller this early in the game. Baby bears off the table. You're back to stoner fool. Uh, I'll work my way back. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks for the call, buddy. Thanks. Bye. Rapid fire. Give me another one, please. 
Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. Hey, who's this? John in, John in Chicago. John in Chicago. Now, Chicago is a city that I hear a lot of good things about these days. Yeah, it's a great I hear place. you guys have food figured out. You have a heart-healthy menu now, from what I'm hearing. For uh-huh. things, which just means means that uh, that you don't put as much uh, you know put as much donkey sauce on the bratwurst. Yeah. So you guys are you guys are just lighting it up out there. Congratulations! What do you got for me, my friend? Uh, I got one for the topic, and I have a fun story that I think you'll appreciate. Also, the weirdest concert I've ever been to. Well, I want to hear the weird story first. Then we'll get to the then the you do the topic. What's the weirdest concert you ever saw? Okay, so this would have been a little bit more relevant. Um, a couple months ago. I've not been able to get through to the best show till tonight, though. Um, but so I saw it was during Lollapalooza, but not an affiliated show at the Hard Rock Hotel in Chicago downtown. Which is and a cool was, hotel. I stayed there. It's a cool hotel. It's got rock and roll stuff everywhere. What do the rooms look like? Um, they look like some lame-o version of of what somebody who would think is like rock and roll that would also be in the position to assemble a hotel room for a huge chain. I imagine it looks like one of the levels from Guitar Hero. It wasn't good. Just trust me, it wasn't good. Yeah. So, like pictures, like pictures. They had like a, they have like a picture of Jimi Hendrix. That's cool. And you're just like, well, it is cool, but it's also. Then you go in the room, and then there's like a Fleet Foxes album in in the room, and you're like, okay, I guess I see how this place rolls. God bless them, though. God bless uh, Hard Rock. Well, they they were hosting a free concert with uh, Dinosaur Junior headlining. Okay, um, and it was it was they were across the street from Lollapalooza during Lollapalooza, so it was kind of hectic to get to. Um, and during the opening bands, this part isn't as much fun. But there was a woman. People were kind of dancing and moving around a little bit, and there was this woman who kept kicking, or this girl, I think she looked like she was in high school, she was, like, kicking people, and they, she kicked my friend, and I told security, and they didn't do anything about it, which was mm-hmm. bizarre, that and little in okay. itself. And then the next weird thing was, um, I noticed during Dinosaur Jr. that um, Kurt Vile was standing just off stage because he had just played at Lollapalooza, like, an hour before, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's why it would have been more relevant a while ago. Um, but the best part, and I hope this isn't a letdown to how I, I, how much I felt for that, but the best part was, um, in addition to being free, they're giving away free king-size Kit Kat bars. Oh, that sounds like a, that sounds like that can't go wrong at all. It was an open bar, too. So, 
So open bar, melted Kit Kat bars. It sounds like all the elements are lining up and Dinosaur Jr. It sounds like a great show. I think, I, I, I think you, uh, I think you're looking for something negative about something that seems incredibly positive. Kit Kat bars and free booze. Oh, I was, I was really psyched about the Kit Kat bars. Did you get more than one? No. Were they being I pretty got, tight with them? Um, I, I don't think so. It was kind of anything goes in there. People kicking, kicking people and giving out free alcohol and candy. Okay. So it's a real, a real madhouse going down. Mm-hmm. Expect nothing oh, else. It sounds, it sounds lawless. That's how the Hard Rock Hotel does it. It really is how they do it. They're just like, they're just like, uh, what part of rock and roll did you not understand? Didn't you see the Fleet Foxes album we had <laughs> in the, did you miss the Fleet Foxes album in the room? <laughs> Maybe you'll realize how cool we are. So now this is all awesome. And you're, you're a great caller. And what do you got? Give me, give me the thing. Give me the topic. <clears throat> all right. Musical guest, JD and the Straight Shots, and your host, Rudy Giuliani. That'd be a good episode. Yeah. I would love to see, he hosted once. Rudy hosted SNL once already. You know that, right? Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Cause I don't well, smell, I don't smell them. them. Hello, caller. We lost them. Sorry, Tom. Nah. I'm trying to patch uh, another call in and I somehow. Oh, that please, up. Pat, don't worry. He might still be on no. hold. Um, it's okay. It's actually, okay. Just, just. No, we're all good. Okay. We're good. We're good. We don't need, we don't need more. He did his thing. Uh, what lines we got, Pat? We got them all lit up. All five? All five. All five. Give me, give me line three and then line five. How about that? Please hold. Oh, I'll hold. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. Hello? Is this now? Hello, hi. Hi, this is Josh in Portland. Josh in Portland. What's up, Josh? Not much. I just uh, have have one for the topic and wanted to call in. Well, uh, what do you got? How are things in Portland? A little hot, huh? It's cooling down. I think, uh, I think the worst of that's over. 
What do you do when you need to cool down Portland style? What do you do? Jump in the river? You know, people do love to jump in the river. I don't, personally. I kind of feel like it's, uh, it might be somewhat contaminated. <laughs> contaminated with what? Cool juice? You know, like, uh, pollution, basically. Pollution, yes. Now, pollution. I was going to say cool juice, but you say pollution. <laughs> It's a very uh, industrial area, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of a lot of stuff being made, a lot of waste getting dumped into that stream, huh? Yeah, but people do definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I wouldn't do it if I was you. No, I'm already, I'm already avoiding it. <laughs> good, good. Well, what do you got? You got something for the topic, my friend? Yeah, I thought it'd be funny if, you know, Don Pardo was to introduce, like, really any of the uh, the Universal Studios monsters from the 1930s. All right, I'm all ears. I, all right, I'm not a, uh, can you team me up with, like, what What does he say? What is his, what is his, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Now, do you want to do the whole cast? What are you looking to do? No, just like, did he, he says, and your host, right? That's like what he says. He says, musical guest, ba-ba-ba, and your host, ba-ba-ba. Oh, okay, right. So I was going to say, and your host, Dracula. I'm sorry, I'm not a gifted impressionist. Wait, did you just play a clip of Don Pardo? Wait, did Dracula host SNL at one point? <laughs> I mean, I know you can't be Don Pardo. He's no longer with us. But you just played, you just played some, what did you do? You patch us into like a soundboard or something? How'd you do that? Is there a musical guest for this episode? Hmm. Well, I guess the musical guest could be, uh, the musical guest. Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> now you're just messing with me. What, how are you I'm doing sorry. this? How are you doing it? <laughs> that was cheesy. I'm sorry. No, you're awesome. You're awesome, my friend. You can get my book. You know what? I pre-ordered it, I think, the day that it became possible. Oh, that's sweet of you. That's sweet of you, honey. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. You have a grand evening. I wish you, you nothing too. but Thanks the best. Thank you for taking my call. Okay, of course. You you stay, stay cool. Next call, please. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, it's Vince over in Newbridge Bayou. How you doing? I'm good. Where are you calling from, Vince? Newbridge Bayou. Oh, from Newbridge Bayou. Oh, wow. That's, uh. Yeah. Okay. Don't get don't get a lot of calls from out in Newbridge by you. Not a lot of phones down here, to, uh, to yeah. be honest. Mm-hmm. So, um, hey, I want to say first of all, I can't tell you how excited I was to see you featured so heavily in A and E's Kiss documentary that uh, went up uh, Sunday and then Monday night. Super cool seeing you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's very it's it's exciting. I don't know what else to say about it. Well, you know, 
not many people would have such good things to say about music from the elder, but I thought when you said it was like a rock and roll painting come to life, that, that pretty much nails it. Oh, no. It, it really, the, the, the textures and the colors and the, the timber, all of it. It's just, it really, it is really like a painting, a rock and roll painting come to life. And it's, you know, it's not surprising there's an artist in Kiss. So. It's true. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, anyway, I, 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 I tip my hat to you for that. That was very exciting to, uh, see that. Um, I have something for the topic if, if that's okay. Oh, I would love it. What do you got, Vince? All right. Well, see, all right. I think I do a pretty good imitation of former People Magazine editor uh, Horace Pardo. So uh, would you like to hear it? Yes, please. Okay. <clears throat> Hang on. Janice. <clears throat> I had it earlier. Oh, Janice. Yeah, you're right. You're right there. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to find the voice. There we go. <clears throat> okay. Hey, Janice. If you think the pull quote from this Travolta feature is, I see Barbarino as an everyman, you're out of your damn mind, all right? It's got to be, I think we all have a sweat hog inside of us. I mean, that's gold. Not bad, right? Pretty good? That's pretty good, but it's it's not exactly the topic. But I, I get what you're, I guess, to be fair, you're operating within the, the open-ended aspect of 1,000 pardos. Yeah, he's one of the many, I, I guess, right? I guess, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was great. That was great. Thanks. I didn't know Thank I didn't you. know Horace Pardo had so many enthusiasts out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Huge, huge fan base. Yeah. He died about uh-huh. uh twenty years ago though, so uh yeah. Yeah. Not a whole lot of Hor- Horace Pardo uh 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 like he's he's not exactly if you had a Google alert set up, I don't know how often your computer's gonna go off. I do, and I've never gotten one. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. so, hey, uh, uh, yeah? Um, speaking of the world of entertainment, I, I have a pretty big problem, and I was hoping you could help me with it. Okay. Do what you, you remember C.W. C. McCall? C.W. McCall, yes. Yeah. I mean, if I know the story... Correctly, he was, C.W. McCall was like an ad executive out in, I want to say Omaha for like, who, one of the flukiest things ever had like a literal number one record at the height of the CB radio craze in like 1976, uh, for the song Convoy. That was his, Song and then uh, there was even like a movie called Convoy based on the song, which was directed by Sam Peckinpah of all people. That's right, isn't that wild? I mean, that's one of the it's a rare example of, of of a novelty song really having legs and really getting way out there in culture as a, not just on the radio, but as a whole experience. Um, uh, hey, I have a question for you. What uh, what are some of your favorite novelty songs? My favorite novelty songs, huh? Wow, that's a that's a head scratcher. I love I love novelty stuff so much. I mean, geez, just off the top of my head, I'd say like Rappin' Rudy, uh, Mummy is a Dummy, Squishy Diapers, Santa's Got the Squirts, 
the Reddit Shuffle, Dance Dance Revolution Fever, Dance Dance Revolution Virus, Dance Dance Revolution Influenza, uh, Stuck in the Bone Zone Without You, um, Beef Stroking, uh, that, I don't even want to say that one on there. It's, uh, it was like a food one that's pretty offensive. But yeah, I love, I love novelty songs. Oh man. Those are all good ones. That the one you said about the beef, yeah, yeah, I, I don't think that's that's worth pursuing. But uh, it's like a play on the it's a play on the the dish beef beef stroganoff, and yeah. it's just it's yeah. it's a little more offensive than I'm comfortable with. Yeah, um, same here. I I I don't like it. Um, hey, so look, bear, bear with me on this, okay? I'll I'll try to nutshell this as as best I can. Um, so. Back in the mid-70s, my Uncle Merv was the president of the C.W. McCall fan club. And basically, he lived, ate, slept, and farted C.W. McCall. What? And C.W. was like Elvis to Merv. And as a matter of fact, Merv was certain C.W. was going to be even bigger than Elvis. And um, so... Basically, he was convinced that there were going to be these C.W. McCall variety shows, Broadway and Vegas runs, restaurants, aquatic parks, painters' hats, and space stations, you name it, you know. But, oh, my God, this is so tough to to say. Um, Merv went into a coma in late June of 1978, and just a couple days after that Sam Peckinpah-directed movie Convoy came out, he, he went into this coma. And uh, he was so excited for the future and what the future held for CW. And, and he thought that, you know, this was just going to be the tip of the iceberg, this movie. Um, and amazingly, Merv came out of that coma on Saturday. Isn't that incredible? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first couple days were obviously really hard for him, as you can imagine, you know, just figuring out where you are. And uh, But after he got his bearings, the first thing he wanted to know about was what was going on with CW. So, you know, what can I do? This guy's been out of his body for like 40 years, and his whole world is basically CW. It's, it's, it's all he's got. And mm-hmm. I, cu- I couldn't tell him people barely remember the song Convoy, let alone who sang it, you know. And I couldn't tell him that C.W. McCall lost most of his audience by putting out these records like Kidnap America about the hostage crisis and the Pine Tar Wars about George Brett having his bat taken away from him during a midseason game against the Yankees in 1983. I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. That's like that's just like a, he didn't do anything really. So, so basically, I did what any good nephew would do. I, I I told him, yes, Merv, CW is the biggest star on the planet, as you predicted. Everything you said came to pass, and CW made sure that you and your family have lifetime passes to CW McCall's wet CB Radio Aquatic Park. You know, and he he was ecstatic. You know, he he just uh, he just felt so good and. uh Look, I know it's cheating, but th- th- there was no other option. So, mm-hmm. Tom, I- I- I'm calling you because you're a very respected DJ, and 
I'm even hearing that you're going to be tapped to take over for Eddie Trunk on Sirius once he meets his inevitable shocking end after moving to Las Vegas next year. I don't know if you want to talk about that or not, but uh, that's the world well, street I, at least. Hey, look, nothing is nothing is is uh, official. I can just say okay. the discussions have taken place. Okay, okay, great. Uh, um, I understand you can't really say much, but. Uh, I, I did see a very cryptic uh, Instagram post on on uh, John Five's account, so that's all I'll say about that. Um, let's let's just say let's just say if I play my cards right, somebody will be uh, somebody will will be washing uh, Bruce Dickinson's jet uh, with much much enthusiasm. I love it. Oh, okay. Fingers crossed. So. Anyway, Merv has been asking me for, you know, real info about everything that's going on in CW McCall Worlds. And, you know, I've just been making up stuff. And it's made him very happy, but he really wants solid evidence now. And, you know, I'm keeping him away from newspapers and the Internet and, you know, for that very reason. And he's really gung-ho on getting online after this very pervy orderly at the hospital told him about the plethora of free erotic fare that's out there, you know, so uh, oh, it, no. it's hard. It's it's yeah, it's hard to keep him away, and um, so it's time that I have real proof of C.W. McCall's massive stardom. And Tom, if I could play Merv a recording of you announcing a series of big C.W. McCall concerts. It would take a lot of the pressure off me, and it would bring Merv so much happiness. Oh, Vince, I, I don't know about this. Vince, this does not sound. Um, it's just it's, it seems it seems wrong to be honest. It seems like oh, deceptive. And... <laughs> well, it's a thin line. Rocked, I think. Yeah, line between it, and it's just I think you're. You're easily going one to the other. Well, look, I, I sent you a script a few minutes ago. I, I assume you're still at Mr. Fahrenheit at Yahoo.com. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my that's my address. Hold on. Okay, well, it, it, should, it, it should be there. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Wait. Okay, here it is. Um, I'm I'm looking this over, man. I'm re- I gotta say I'm really not into this. <sighs> but y- you know what? Oh, okay, okay. Look, if 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 it's gonna lift Merv's spirits, then I'll I'll give it a shot. Really? Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, so I'll much. I'll try. Okay. Oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Hold All on. right. I'm I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> All right. This is a special announcement for all my Tommy rockers out there. Due to overwhelming demand, a tenth C.W. McCall show has been added to his Madison Square Garden run. This will certainly add fuel to the fire that burns in the ongoing rivalry between CW and Bruce Springsteen. Word on the street is that people are trading in their Springsteen on Broadway tickets for McCall at the Garden tickets. Well, 
score another victory for Mr. McCall. Uh, I'd like to take this opportunity to personally thank Mr. McCall for taking a moment from his very busy schedule of preparing for his garden residency, uh, writing and directing and producing the 14th installment of the Blockbuster Convoy film franchise and coaching his Major League Baseball team, the Omaha Citizens Band Radios, to what is shaping up to see to be their best season yet. To write a blurb for the back of my new memoir, It Never Ends. I couldn't have asked for a better sentiment than Breaker Breaker 1-9, Tommy's book is just fine. Oh. oh, guys, that was my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I laughed. Um, hey, Tom, let's let's pick up that last line. Uh, the, what was it Breaker Breaker 1-9? Uh, yeah, if you could just do what, that. What, what, that what are you, what, I have no idea what you're, what, what do you mean pick it up? And why, why did you, why did you laugh like that? Well, all right, well, looks, looks like the cat is clawing his way out of the bag. Uh, Tom, you're the latest victim to be thrown into Brad Pitt's prank pit. <laughs> so let's just get that line again, and we'll be good to go. And, and I, uh, wait, and hold on. And then I'm I'm so confused right now. Brad Pitt's prank pit. Yes. I well, I, I don't I don't know. Wait, are you Brad Pitt? Oh God, no, no, no. Brad never speaks to the prankies or or or, or the prankers. Uh, basically, a bunch of us do the actual pranks, and then Brad overdubs in his own voice saying what we said from a vocal booth in his mansion in, uh, I think he's in the Barbados right now. I, I've never actually met him. Um, now, I, I get all my direction from the show's producer over uh, over my headset, so basically that's, that's how it works. So, well, this is just, i got to say, I feel really hurt by this. This is a real, I feel very taken advantage of. I, I was trying to, you told me a story about your uncle and I'm trying to do something nice for somebody who needs help. And then this turns out you just straight up lied about it. And then you just, you just did it. It just, you just wasted part of my show and you made me look stupid. I gotta say, I don't know. This is really, this is a real bummer. Wait, what? What? Are are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. You never believe this. My, my producer, Ray, just informed me that Brad Pitt's prank pit doesn't even exist in this whole time. It's been me who's been getting pranked. Okay, hold on. What? Yeah. Looks like a, you're talking to the latest victim to be thrown into Trent Reznor's trick trough. Oh, my God. Trent Reznor's so trick in, trough? Yeah, it's a new show, prank show. I'm so in the flesh right now. Oh, so... So am I. So am I. Well, you didn't actually get pranked. I did. And what's what's really bugging me is that I'm constantly getting pranked. You know, it's like that, that old saying, he has a, a face for radio. Well, it's, 
I guess I've got a, a puss for getting pranked or something. Yeah, you know, in, in the last five years, I've gotten pranked on Will Wheaton's Wheat Field of Wackiness. What else? Uh, ben Gibbard's Laugh Gibbon. Uh, Captain Sully's Hoax Hanger. Peyton Reed's Stunt Stampede. And Bill Kreutzman and Mickey Hart's Heart Stoppers. I'll tell you, that, that was the worst of all of them because they do try to kill you. They literally try to stop your heart? They do, they do. And thank God, they both fell asleep and I escaped from their rhythm dungeon with all of my limbs intact. It was, it was, it was very rough though. It was, that's, that, that's some scary stuff. Oh my God. Well, oh. thank Christ you got out of there. I know, I know, right? Oh. Yeah. Oh no, oh no. What? What? Oh no. What? Oh no, Tom, Tom. What? What? Bill and Nikki found me. Oh no. Oh no. Oh yeah. I, I changed my name and appearance and everything. Yeah, I, I had $400 worth of plastic surgery done. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'd want, I'd one of my eyes lowered. Oh no! Oh my God! They're circling me! Oh no! Oh no! They're gonna wail on my ass with Tiffany mallets and stuff me inside one of those giant bass drums! Oh man! Oh! Oh! Why did I sign that waiver? Vance. Vance, Vance. Oh, I think Vince is gone. No, I hope he's okay. Oh my goodness. Pat, sir, sir. I I don't like that. You call me Tom. We're friends, Pat. Tom. There you go. Does that feel better? Mm, a little bit. Studio. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, you don't call me sir. Call me. You call me Tom. Call me whatever Tom. You, whatever you want, sir. No, you call me Tom. Whatever what I want, want is you Tom. to call me Tom. There you go. You got it, Tom. Doesn't that feel better? It does. It's natural. Yeah. Mike? What's up, Tom? See, this guy gets it. <laughs> this guy gets it. Look, he's dry as a bone over there, unless he found something under a... Uh, Floorboard, little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, Grandpappy's medicine. Might have, uh, I might as well be in Ocean City, New Jersey. Might as well be in Ocean City, New Jersey, dry as a bone <laughs> over there, right? Yeah. What's it dry like? Down. What's it like? It's a it's a show not as funny when you're when you're when you're not uh, lubricated. The fun, actually, I, I was I was quite amused with that last caller. Oh, was, good. I'm glad. What was that? The the Rhythm Devils Prison. I missed that. Rhythm, the Rhythm Prison. <laughs> that they're, they're putting him in. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Heartstop. I think it was Heart making Stop. heart and and uh, what's his name? Brent Crooks Crooksman. What's it? <laughs> Bill. 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 Bill Crooksman. Uh, they're heart stoppers. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm not as worried about that. I'm, I'm not as worried about Vince's fate because I don't know how hard those guys are going to be hitting those drums necessarily. Oh, they hit they hit them pretty hard during space. 
Yeah. Look, God love, God love all the dead fans out there. You're doing the best you can. You got a big summer coming up. You got a, got a, a, a John Mayer coming back to do his thing, which everybody loves when he gets back behind the, uh, when he gets back behind the, uh, the, the old mic stand, bringing Jerry back to life when he sings, uh, when he sings, uh, songs like Terrapin Station or Your Body is a Wonderland. <laughs> Your body is a wonderland. Who's that? Ne- who's next? When, when, when John Mayer runs out of guests, who's, who's next? Jason Mraz. Jason Mraz? Yeah. The guy from, who from Avenge Sevenfold next? Jack, Jake Johnson. <laughs> Jake Johnson from New Girl? Yeah, not even Jack Johnson. Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. No, like I think, I think it's, uh, great. And look, I'll be honest. Uh, I created the, uh, Delta, uh, variant to try to stop, uh, dead and company, but it's not working. Can't stop a virus with a virus. <laughs> At least that's what I hear. So what's up, uh, guy? Well, we got more calls, Pat. We have full phones. Throw another one my way, please, if you wouldn't mind. Bashow, hi. Hey, Tom. How's it going? Good, good. To whom am I speaking? This is Steve from uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Steve from Jackson, Mississippi. What's going on down there in Jackson tonight? Well, I'm just hanging out with a, a friend of mine in his uh in his office downtown. We're listening to the show, and he's doing a little work. It's a nice night. Is it hot? Is it hot down there? It's hot, but you know we've we've evolved and adapted, and we're, we're kind of used to it down here. But yeah, man, it it is hot. Is it hotter than a pepper sprint? <laughs> it certainly is. Do you, do you remember that we we talked about this last time? Oh, no, of oh, course. Anytime you ago. call and you say Jackson, I'm going to say the same thing. <laughs> That's right. We got married in a fever, hotter than a pepper sprout, right? That's it. What's the next line? We got married in Jackson. Jackson. And what's the next part? Don't you know that about all that? Well, I'm talking about Jackson. I got to put a record up. Maybe that's next for me. When this you dumb book runs voice. its course. When this dumb book runs its course, maybe, because look, <laughs> I swore I wouldn't promote it. This AP Mike just dropped another strudel song <laughs> on his apmike.bandcamp.com. Another strudel song. Did I get a, did I get an advanced peak? No. Did I get a heads up? No. Did I ever get a link to it? No. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I don't take any of it personally. I don't take any of it personally. I just plug it nonstop. Do I get a freebie? No. But you go check it out. Go check out Strudel. What's it? It's called Strudel. My Strudel. My Strudel. He's got my strudel up on apmike.bandcamp.com, and it's the song that everybody is <laughs> it's not a song. flipping out for. <laughs> no singing. 
No singing. It's a spoken word piece. Yeah. Again, I said it before. I knew in the back of my mind, I worked on this book for years, that this guy would piggyback. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I was half joking about it. But it turned out to be 100%. Suddenly, suddenly he's got this influx of product pouring out. <laughs> Over there, I tell you, you there's, probably me, gonna, there's probably going to be one called. There's probably going to be one called it. It never ever ends, and probably with a really small ever. And then he'll be like, "Come, yeah, come get the audio, come get the audio book, ninety nine cents. It never ends. It never ever ends." <laughs> I just, uh, I don't know. Whatever. God bless him. God bless him. He's cleaning up over, he's cleaning up on this band camp. The money he must be raking in over there. (laughs) Inconceivable. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. It's like, he's got some, it's like some Wolf of Wall Street (laughs) business going down over there. Not six figures yet. It's not, it's, uh, we're getting there though. It's a Wolf of Wall Street business going down. He's like Jordan Belfort. <laughs> He's the Jordan Belfort of Bayonne. <laughs> so anyway, my friend, caller, what do you got for me? You got something for the topic? We've got one for the topic, and I don't know if you remember the last the last time you did this was on my birthday three years ago. Oh, I remember. Um, it, was a, it was a holiday. It's for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> your birthday? No, no. I, I, what I meant was, um, you might not remember. I think the rules, unofficially maybe last time, were you got one chance to to pitch a a partoism, and you would allow the guests to to do more if you approved. Um, me and my friend here kind of have a bet going to see how many you'll allow me to do. Right, let's try. Let's um, see. What what are the I, I do have it you the, you do have terms of this bet don't tell me what they are because I want to see oh, if great. I if I meet I don't want to be unfairly informed okay so go I'll I'll, I'll start and and you yeah you cut me off and then I'll I'll tell you what the deal was but you here go we for go it. you go for it yeah thank thank you. Well, the musical guest. Oh, I messed up. I messed up. Let me start over. I'm sorry. Okay, so zero was the. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Zero was so the answer. Who so had zero sorry. in the betting pool? No, I can do better. I promise. I promise. Well, I know you can do better because that was you got three words out before it <laughs> fell apart. I know you unless unless you can't get past two words next time, no. you're going to do better. No. Now go yeah. for it. It's all yours. You got. It. I know you can, and I believe in you. You can do this. Thank you. It's a night of a thousand J's with musical guest Jerome Kersey. So NBA journeyman Jerome Kersey is the musical guest. Keep going. Featuring Jamiroquai with a drawing of Walter Peck. Walter Peck? Who's Walter Peck again? 
He's the uh, EPA guy that tries to shut down the Ghostbusters that gets spluced with all the staples. Of course. Well, I'm, pr- I'm proud I didn't know the answer to that. <laughs> oh, no. Go ahead. Keep going. And starring J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, you're out. You're out. <laughs> no. You're, you're, your thing's li- living in, uh, what, what is this, ain't it cool news? In, in 1999? <laughs> mm. well, remember, that we kid, it, remember that kid? Remember that kid, Harry Knowles? Well, that kid, boy, sure that, that didn't, didn't. That, that didn't go, that didn't end well. For old Harry. <laughs> he, uh, remember when he called the best show? He's had his book and then they didn't send me a free book and then I was not, I wasn't happy. I wanted to, I had a month to talk about his books and I, I potted down his thing anytime he mentioned the name of his book. <laughs> that was the guy who was on the, he was on the take. Whatever. God bless him. God bless you, Harry Knowles. <laughs> All right. Well, what was the bet? How far, who won the bet? I guess I won because if I got beyond three, um, the bet was he, he had to buy a, a, um, three foot replica statue of the flasher gremlin from the movie gremlins too. Yeah. So I wasn't far away when I said, ain't it cool news? 1999. No, you do we hang up on him? We got another call. Oh no. Really? What are we doing here? Pat, you there? I think he's back. Oh, he hung up. I'm okay. Sorry. I was on mute. I was talking to you guys. Don't worry. You don't worry, Pat. And you don't worry. You got another one for phone, me? The phones Pat? are lighting up, so when I answer them, sometimes when I put them on hold, if mm-hmm. I do it too quickly, I can hit another button, and that's what happened. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry, Pat. Caller, if you're out there, I will put you right back on. With no, you don't put him back. He had a good run. Okay. He gave his best, but I guess his best wasn't good enough. Definitely mine wasn't. Now, Pat, you're top notch. Thank you. Let's hear. What do we got? Next call, please. Best show, hi. Hello? This guy should be there. And is line five, do we have our guest yet? We do. We do have them standing by. Okay, well, they can stand by for a couple. I'm going to take another call, then we'll talk to them. Best show, hi. Hello, Tom. Hi, to whom am I speaking? It's Juan Pardo. Juan Pardo. Who is this? Yes. I recognize this voice. Who is this? This is, uh, well, we've only spoken once. It's your old pal Juan from uh, Lysander, New York. Oh, I remember Juan from Lysander, New York. How are you, Juan? Yeah, I'm good. How are you, Ty? How are things in Lysander tonight? Waste planter, it's fine. It's hot and muggy, but, you know, I got the cat in, so I'm not worried about a fox attacking him tonight, so everything's good. Okay. 
good. You don't want a fox to get your cat, right? No, no, they've been in fights before out there. It's weird. What, would, what did you do? Would you go and uh, would you fight the fox if you saw a fox giving your cat a hard time? No, I I turned on the floodlights and I just ran out there and then the fox ran away. Mm-hmm. Take the hose to the fox. Uh, that would be fun, I suppose, but it'd take a while for me to like, get to the hose and turn it on. Dark. I mean, it'd be a it'd be a whole thing. Yeah. Well, look out. Be safe. Okay. Be safe, kitty cat. Thank you. I can't tell you how excited I am about the uh, encore of the uh, Night of a Thousand Pardos. It's very exciting. I've been waiting for three years for this night. Well, welcome. It, it has happened. What do you got for me? It's Saturday Night Live with musical guest, Shoes. Who? Suze. Suze? You know, the power pop trio, Shoes. Oh, the Shoes. I think it's just Shoes. All right. I don't think there's a the. Okay. All right. We're not going to argue about whether there's a the in front of the, uh, the 70s power pop and the Shoes, which I'm saying shoes. there is one. Okay. What else and you got? Featuring, featuring Bernie Taupin. Just Bernie Taupin. Yeah, he's gonna maybe, maybe he could read some lyrics. Yeah. What else yeah. you got? A short film by Savage Steve Holland. Nice, he's back. Better off dead. Yep. Yep. And your host, Aaron Moran. The late great Aaron Moran, Cha- Joni from Joni Loves Chachi. You didn't know she died, did you? I did. What? Sure. Oh, so you just you just, you got some gu- you got a ghoulish streak in you. You got a ghoulish oh, I streak. <laughs> I didn't realize they, were, they had to be alive because I. No, no, they don't have to be alive. Just but they but you got a ghoulish streak in you. Okay. Okay. I ain't judging it. I ain't judging it. Just see, you got a ghoulish streak. You can admit it. We we ain't putting no judgments on the ghoul. Look at the group of people I'm doing this show with. Look at this. Well, that's true. That is true. Look at me. You think I'm doing any better? I'm hawking this book. You hear about these book dates? You hear about these book dates I got going? I saw them. Now I'm, I'm a little. Are they live or are they like online? They're online. They're online. They're going to be virtual dates, and I'm going to read them now because there's a look. I'm going to talk for one second. Again, I know I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. Well, so you be proud. Basically, I've been working on a book for the last few years, and it finally, finally, finally comes out next week. Right. The book is called "It Never Ends." People are getting early copies. People who ordered them from small publishers getting early copies from small distributors. Here and there. It's it's not a oh, across-the-board thing, but it's happening for some people. I says to you, this book, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I'm proud of it. People are liking it. 
Some people are loving it. Coming out next Tuesday. So you can go to TomRotaBook.com. You can pre-order the book still from any distributor and book bookseller. If you pre-order the book, you have a week, you have a week before this, this is over to, um, to get a, a signed book plate. Beautiful signed book plate. You get that. You just go to TomRotaBook.com. You fill a simple thing out, simple form, just with your address in the U.S. Now I say this. I know people outside of the U.S. can't get the book plate. I've done everything I could to try to help with that. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to figure something out. For my non-U.S. people, I'm going to do what I can. You might not all get one, but I'll do what I can. I'm going to set up a, a – follow me on Twitter, and you'll get a – you'll get. I'll put an email address up that you can write to if you pre-order the book from outside the U.S. And old Tom will take care of it. What else is new? Buck stops with Tom once again. I'll put, I'll put the, I'll get the, these GD book plates out for people. Oh, somebody's ripping you on uh, Twitter, my friend. <laughs> Just say you're from Syracuse, dork. Lysander wow. is a suburb of Baldwinsville. Baldwinsville is a suburb of Syracuse. No, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I understand what he mean, they mean, but, uh, I don't. Round up. He's saying round up is what he's saying. Yeah, well, you know, so look, Alexander, all right. Proud look, okay, look, calm down. I'm just going to say what I'm going to say right now. So the book comes out next Tuesday and we're doing these book events where they're going to be virtual book events and you can check it. I put the link up on my Twitter, I put it up on my Instagram. Um, you can, you can figure out how to get into all these events. There's links July 6th. The one and only Tom Sharpling in, in conversation with Jake Fogelmast. Wow. That's in there. That's for bo- word bookstores. July 7th, my favorite bookstore on the planet, Book Soup. Tom Sharpling, that's me, in conversation with Julie Klausner. Oh, a double threat. Yeah, look at that, double threat, as I live and breathe. My friend, I have some good news, and I have some some bad news and some good news. July 8th was originally scheduled for Powell's Books to be me in conversation with Patton Oswalt. Patton had an unfortunate uh, scheduling conflict, unable to do it. That's the bad news. The good news, uh, I will be conducting this Powell's Book event July 8th in conversation, me in conversation with the one and only Nathan Fielder. Yes. Thank you, Pat. July 12th, book people. Me, Tom Sharpling, in conversation with who? That's right, John Worcester. And then, 
Anderson's Bookshops presents Tom Sharpling, me, in conversation with longtime friend John Hodgman. Judge John. So that's all. Yes, Judge John Hodgman. Although I think he will be out of his his judicial robes that that evening. Oh, good. good. Yeah. So yeah, so that's those are the dates, and that's all happening. Just go to TomWroteABook.com for all the info. You get it all up there. You get it all taken care of. Everybody would be happy. Okay? I'm there. Good. I'm glad to hear it. com. What's that now? com. You're right. That's right. Look, you're redeeming yourself. People, The people that laughed that you said you're from Lysander. Yeah. Now they're cheering you. Wow. For saying TomRotaBook.com. Right. Well, thanks for the call, I my friend. Appreciate the time. Thank you. Good night. What's going on with the bleeping Hawks and Bucks? What is this? Hawks are up by almost 20. I ain't watching the game. I'm doing a best show. If the Bucks lose, if the Bucks lose this game, they deserve to lose a series. I don't know what's happening. Is is uh, uh, is Giannis not in the game? I don't know. I know what's his face ain't in the game. Uh, but, uh the fella, Trey Young. They can't win if they can't beat Trey Young. Then you just go. Then you just you just you just uh, the Bucks deserve whatever happens to them. And then I say Hawks Suns finals. And the Suns are going to just demolish the Hawks. It won't even be, it will be a, a travesty. Wow. Give me another, uh, Pat, give me one more call, then we'll go to line five. Besho, hi. Hi, Tom. Hi, to whom am I speaking? This is Jesse in Seattle. Jesse in Seattle. How's it going, Jesse? It's all right. Uh, I called in last week about my knee, and it's feeling a little bit better. So that's that's been good. good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear your knee's doing better. I've been Thanks. had a pretty. I will say I've had a pretty rough week worrying about your knee. <laughs> I'm glad you got it. I'm, I'm sure. glad you got it checked out. You got it checked out. No, but I got insurance, and that's on the ticket. But it's, it's also just stopped hurting as much. So okay. Yeah, a lot of good things in the in the pipe. Giannis got hurt. Okay, that's what I'm being told. Okay, what was that? Well, then that changes. And then I'm just talking basketball talk. You're from Seattle. You uh, you had your team taken away from you. Uh, the Sonics. That's right, the Sonics. Name yeah. three players for the Seattle Sonics. Oh, man, you're talking to the wrong guy. Just three. Uh, you can do it. You got it in you. Oh, jeez. Uh, the, 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 I, I honestly don't think I can even name a single Seattle Supersonic, which is, I'm going to get a lot of, uh, flack for that, but. Yeah, well, okay. I'm sorry. You're the one that has to return to the community <laughs> and have everyone laugh at you was, for not was being able to name. Good. What's that now? Was there a fam- were there like any superstars on that team? 
Yes, they're, they've had superstars over the years. Maybe you've heard of Sean Kemp. Yeah. Was, um, wait, did you, I think you just, eh, no, I don't know. No, I, just, I, I want to see uh, where you were going. Try it. Try it. What do you got? Well, I was just going to, uh, just Kevin Durant popped into my head, but I, that's, Kevin Durant I that was on the Sonics for one year before they moved to Oklahoma City. So you are correct. Oh my. Okay. So there, I got one. I got one. That's not three, but. Let's focus on what matters. Let's focus on what matters. What do you got for me? Um, I wanted to say a quick thank you to AP Mike. He helped me out with a, a gift for a friend. Um, and I just I wanted to give him a big shout out. Quick thank and, you, uh, AP I, Mike. <laughs> quick I got thank one for you the to top Mike. Too, if, you'd, if you'd rather just... just uh, Go blow over that one. All right. Well, 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 just go go for it, my friend. All right. Live from New York, it's Saturday night with Derek Rose, Paul Flaherty, Maria Conchita Alonzo, Flea, and John Daly. Musical guest, the Staten Island Garbage Rats, and your host, Little Uzi Vert. Oh, that's impressive. You impressed me. First of all, you said Derek Rose. Where'd you pull that one out of? You don't know basketball, but then you say Derek Rose? He's like my go-to, my, my only, you know, my, he's on retainer for me. I had a friend who likes bowls a lot. Sure. So it's like, that's like your, that's like your kind of funny basketball reference. Yeah. That's if I like really need to pretend that I know something about basketball, I can say something, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to like fake it for you. Cause you're a, you're a bona fide fan. I get it. I get it. No, look, I like that. I think you did a great job, my friend. Thanks. Thanks Tom. I wish you nothing but the best in all your endeavors. I appreciate it. Back at you. Okay. You have a great night. You too. All right. Let's do line five, please. Hello, best show. Hello. Hello. Well, I know this voice. Let me just say right off the bat, this is the voice of a, of a star and it's a star on the rise. Maybe not a household name yet, but the countdown clock has, has been initiated. The countdown has begun before Anna. Sir yeah. Uh, the ca- yeah. <laughs> well, you know, she's a star. <laughs> she's, Anna Sergeant. What is it? Sergina. Oh. Sergina. Anna Sergina. Anna Sergina. <laughs> oh my God. Musical guest. And then, and then with me is Kyle Mazzono. Believe it or not. Hi, Tom. Hi, Kyle. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me with Anna. It's my pleasure. Now, Kyle, what's the deal? What's the deal, <laughs> yeah, Kyle? Tell the deal. What's the deal with me? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I know Anna. Anna's great. Salt of the earth person. High quality. 
like a like a like a high character uh, individual. That's what Anna is. How about how about how about how about you, Kyle? Where do you fit in that? Um, if she's a high, you said she was a high, high of the earth. High character, high character, high character. High character. I guess I would be. Also, I think also high character. If I can help you. Okay, out. yeah, help me out. I think I guess, high. Yeah. Now, Kyle, how is there not a podcast called High Character where you are baked out of your gourd? And doing different impressions. How is that high characters? How is that not a podcast already? Oh. Why are we not rich from high characters, Kyle? Oh, no, that's not, that's not, that's not the kind of stuff that we're even doing. I mean, I can't believe you'd slander us and just drag us through the dirt like this. Like we don't even matter. Alright, like we're, like we're just, just pissing scum. I can't believe you're just Earwolf presents scum. high character. Tom, we, I can't, I mean, we're here. Look. Yeah, baby. Oh, my God. Tom. It's what? past Kyle's bedtime. I know, I'm hungry. I'm, I'm. Past your bedtime? Yeah, I go to bed as early as possible when the sun is out, typically. You, were you running a farm or something? <laughs> I wish. Mean, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> what, you got to get up, got to Get, get up and feed the cows the crack of dawn yeah yeah something like that if you picture if you i don't know if you know what kyle looks like but if you picture her right next to a cow or a couple of them that'd be very cute well to be fair okay. most people most people look pretty cute next to a cow i think if you put uh, Ru- Rudy, Rudy Giuliani's kid next to a, a cow. He looked pretty cute. Oh my god! And I just want to say, he's got my vote. <laughs> I like That's his. I like his it. style. I like his style. Well, well. I think he's great because he's. And I also was following on Twitter on on Instagram for the longest time. I got in somehow under the wire with Roger Ailes' son. Hmm. He allowed me. He has a private account, but he allowed me to. I follow him for some reason, and you um, and then I even even I just had to mute him. I just couldn't even take it. Oh. Well, you muted him, but for 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 kind of social standing, you still follow him. So he thinks you're. I just don't want to lose complete access to it. Yeah. Okay. Don't want to lose complete access. I don't want to slam the door on him. Who knows? Who knows what this wackadoodle will start doing, and I want to at least have have an opportunity to see it. You want a door to the to the event. I want a door to the event. Thank you, Anna. Now, Anna, you are known as an actor. You're known as a uh, a writer. You're known as a uh, performer. Yeah. But yeah. now, yeah. looks like somebody. Is sporting a new chapeau. <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a brand new chapeau. I'm so a glad podcast or a podcast or. Now tell me about and this podcast that you and apparently your pal. I don't want to say. I don't want to jump to conclusions. Are you? Are you both friends or just work associates? Both. Oh, we're oh, we're friends. Oh, we're we're okay, good. best of friends. The best of friends. Great. Okay. And now, Kyle and Anna, you both have a podcast. What is this podcast called? 
we say it at one time? I think we'll say it at one time. No, you should. You shouldn't. It actually won't. No? Just say it. Just one of you say it clearly because you're, it sounds like you're calling from football, a football phone. <laughs> We're calling from a football. Okay, you say it. Okay, I'll, okay, I'll go. It's called Truth Hounds. Truth Hounds. But then the byline is Sniff Sniff. Truth Hounds Sniff Sniff. Yes. I love it. You're in? That's how I'm in. Goes? I'm signing okay. off on Truth Hound Sniff Sniff. Wow. Wow. Now, what on earth could Truth Hounds, do you have to say, you can just say Truth Hounds, do you have to say Sniff Sniff? You personally have to say Sniff Sniff, everybody oh. else. Okay. So what is Truth Hounds Sniff Sniff all about? <laughs> The pause was really nice, Tom. We really like the Thank pause you. that you put in there. I'm a yeah. professional broadcaster. Well, are you, are you both going to get my book? Are you both going to get my book? Of course we're going to get your book. Two copies. Each. Good. Two each. Well, you don't have to be, you don't have to be, uh, yeah, you got to leave some for somebody else. No, I'm kidding. Well, no, please. I would love, I would love money. it if somebody was just like, if somebody was like, I bought your book and I threw it in the garbage, I'd be like, Hey, I only care about the first half of that that sentence. <laughs> you do whatever you want with it. Once you get past the I bought your book part of it, it's all yours. You use it as a dining room table. You use it as uh, you use it as a as a as a doorstop, whatever you want. It is that big. Wait. It's it's seventy five thousand pages. Oh my god, Tom. Well, it's a passion Tom, edition. You got it. You can go to the Grove and get it. Why did you say it like that? Because it's the Grove. Oh, okay. Wow. Beautiful. So, so what is Truth Hound Sniff Sniff all about? <laughs> oh. Kyle? Oh, no. Uh, you have to. Okay. okay. You have to now. Um, it's, a, it's an investigation podcast, and uh, we get to the the bottom of mysteries that you know, other people just don't really have the time to go there. And so what you're Anna? saying is you both <laughs> you both go there. What? Oh. Yeah, I think you're we saying we go there. Yeah, we go there. Yeah, and I'll say it too. We go there. Yeah, we definitely go there. And I'll just pivot off that and say we definitely go there. Yeah. Definitely okay. go. We definitely go there. <laughs> Now this is a this is a, a comedic a comedic podcast. Well, well, it's you know this is where it gets really complicated because Tom, I think I think you know that once art leaves you and it um, goes to others, you know it ceases to be about what you wanted it to be and it becomes about what they want it to be. Do you know what I'm saying? I do, but I I tend to disagree with that. And I disagree too, and so I think it's comedic. But we got, I'm sorry, but we got Michael from New Jersey, who's an actor in New Jersey. No disrespect to New Jersey, obviously. But he's on iTunes giving us a one-star review saying it's not comedy. So, you know. Well, Michael, come on, Michael, tighten it up. That's my word <laughs> tighten to you, it up. Tighten it up. <laughs> I'm always trying to say tighten it up, Michael. <laughs> so... Truth Hounds, Sniff Sniff, how many episodes are there in in the f- debut season? Okay, right now, as of today, 
There's three. There's only three, but, but there will be more. There will be ten in the season, and then okay. there's going to be more seasons even. Now, is this through a uh, is this a uh, uh, an independent venture or is this through a network? No, it's very corporate. It's actually, I think, the most corporate that you can get as far as podcasting goes. So, no, what is it through what, through no Pillsbury? Yeah. How corporate are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're in the podcasting department of Pillsbury, <laughs> and we're doing great work. Now, what? Who is it? Is it a part of a network, or is it? Or is it? Are you guys? So spit it out. You just say it. It's a iHeartRadio podcast. Yeah. iHeartRadio podcast. Now this is a fun company. iHeartRadio. Oh, this is a fun. Oh, it's a fun. Company. Yeah. Of course. It's a fun company. They do it right over there. Um. They got because uh, I love uh, so much stuff from iHeartRadio. I love. <laughs> Truth Hounds, Sniff Sniff. Um, <laughs> I love their other uh, iHeartRadio concert that they do in Las Vegas every year. Um, yeah, you're always going. I'm always going, and I'm pretty pumped for this coming year because uh, I'm hearing some rumors that hmm. Dua Lipa may be on hand to levitate on- all of us. Levitate. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, she's... Well, now that we're part of the same family and branch, I mean, she's basically a close personal friend. So, yeah. Yeah. You just call I'll her Dua. I'll her head on, and I'll go, you know, yeah. Hey, Dua. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should... What if you change your name to Anna Lipa? Yeah, I think, I think, you know... And then just be like, did you watch the WeWork documentary by any chance, Kyle or uh, Anna? I did, yeah. I didn't know. There's a fun part of it where the one maniac, the one of the maniacs that started this WeWork thing that you could have, you could have known from, from, from the get go, where it's just like this lunatic is like promoting this. And then we're going to be a lifestyle chain and we'll have a thing. It's just like, it seems just fake from the get go. Yeah. Like, this can't work. Just use, I know. Look, I think, use some common sense at some point. I think I know what point exactly you're going to bring up and I'm very glad you're bringing it up. That about his, his wife? Oh, actually no, but. I was going to say go because his wife is cousins with Gwyneth Paltrow. And then apparently I was reading an article this week about it and that, that, uh, she always mentioned, uh, she always mentioned, uh, Gwyneth. And she went by Paltrow at one point. Hmm. Oh, wait, Gwyneth just went by Paltrow? No, no, that, that the, 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 the WeWork we dude's wife used the, the last name Paltrow, but. We work like whatever. Okay, of course, it's a pretty good documentary. I would say it's a okay. pretty good documentary. Well, what about the part where he goes, where he he orders uh someone orders a cappuccino and a latte? Oh yeah, that's amazing. Someone and then orders, they make oh, it. Somebody right. they go to the coffee the coffee bar at the WeWork facility, which for people who don't know, WeWork was basically like these glorified communal offices. Are they're still are, around? 
And they're still around, but it's just, yeah, look, you couldn't pay me to go. I wouldn't go to the one of those if I I'm had to go to the bathroom. Handsomely. I'd be like, well, I'll take my chances. <laughs> okay. So then they had a coffee bar, and the guy who runs WeWork, somebody ordered like a cappuccino, and then somebody else ordered an espresso, and then the one, the cappuccino person got an espresso and vice versa, and then they were like, Oh, well, we do that because he thinks that a cappuccino is an espresso and an espresso is a cappuccino. So we changed. It's like, so you change the definition of what these coffee drinks are? Yeah. Rather than tell the dude he's wrong? Exactly. He just likes the appearance of, he he just prefers when something's called one thing and something else called Mm -hmm. another thing. Yeah. This is a cappuccino. Well, no, that's a that's a, a diet Dr Pepper. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a cappuccino. He says I'm pretty sure it's in a can that says Diet Dr Pepper on it. Yeah, this is. Then he takes a sip. He's like, "Yeah, this is cappuccino." <laughs> yeah, and he says this is a latte, but then you look and it says, "Damn, we work wife," who's related yeah. to Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, all right. <laughs> 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 my my we work grip. Now, with this thing, where do people get truth hounds? Sniff, sniff. Tom, you're not going to believe it, but anywhere that you might classically get your podcast, that's exactly where you get the podcast. Yeah. All right. (laughs) I mean, are you sold? Can we count you among our... uh, yeah, of course. Look, you're on my show. You're on the show. Well, I know. No, the easiest thing in the world would be is if I just listened to the thing and told nobody. I'm giving, I'm giving some prime air time to my friend Aaron. Sir, my friend Aaron's Aaron or Anna. Anna Sergo Sergina. Mm. Sergina. Anna Sergina. Yeah. 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 And Kyle Mazzona. And Kyle Mm-hmm. You're getting the best show bump on this one. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you how good You're it feels. Very grateful. To, to get the best show bump, I woke up with a damn smile on my face today. <laughs> and I woke up five times last night. Just thinking about that bump. No, the five times. Uh, if you're waking up five times, you might have other bumps on your mind, if you know what I mean, right? Right? Okay, I don't know what you mean, and I don't like the Cocaine. I'm kidding. No, you just have... Look, I'm going to check out Truth Hounds, Sniff Sniff, this week. Okay. Wow, thank you. And you should, too, best show listener. Wow. Wow. This is is the best bump I could possibly. You know that, can I tell you that this is the beginning and the end of our press tour is just coming here. Just this? Just this is it. Are you in front of a... uh, um, uh, like a cardboard backed, uh, poster for Truth Hounds, Sniff Sniff, at a, that's, that's on an easel at like a 45 degree angle behind you. Uh, oh yeah. Like you're on a press tour? Yeah, yeah. We had to buy that just for this appearance, so, you Just know, for this I mean, appearance, well, I gotta say, it, it was worth it. Well, it's worth it. I mean, you know, iHeart got it, so, it's on them. I Heart Radio. A beautiful family. Congratulations, you're in the door. 
Comparing the door, just like you with that Instagram. Yeah. Thank you. It's like a herald up in here. All the callbacks. Um, Anna, Kyle, thank you both. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Buy more hearts. That's. Oh, that sounds as emotional as Kyle gets. That sounds. That sounds. You got her riled up. That actually, I feel like I'm being made fun of now. Not at all. I'm telling you, this is as emotional as Kyle gets. So this is. Okay. Oh, great. Well, then that might be something you got to work on, Kyle. Well, yeah, it's season two. Yeah. We'll season two. <laughs> Again, we have the stars of Truth Hound, Sniff Sniff, on the show, and we thank them both for being a part of the extravaganza of today. I love the extravaganza, Tom. Of course. I wish you nothing but the best, and you and everyone over at the iHeartRadio uh, family. <laughs> yeah, to the family, yeah. Yes. Uh, seriously, thank you for thank you for calling, and I will talk to you both soon. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Okay. Can't wait to Have a grand book. evening. Bye. 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 Truth hounds. I'm not going to say sniff sniff anymore. I feel like I was being made fun of. Um, Pat, we got any more calls? You're on with one now. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. It's Rod from Chicago. How you doing? Rod from Chicago. What's up, Rod? Well, no, no. It's Farad. Sorry about that. Farad. How are you, Farad? Farad, yeah. I can't complain. I'm just uh, kind of riding off the high from attending Conan's last episode in Los Angeles last week, so that was pretty cool. Um, and, uh, brag much? Uh, brag much? Uh, yeah, a pretty, it's a here. huge brag, my friend. <laughs> Man, they don't want uh, nothing like, to do with they don't want nothing to do with yours truly over there. Oh jeez. <laughs> so sorry if I brought up a sore subject then. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Cool, cool. Um but yeah, so I also um so yeah, so I wanted to uh, do something for the night of a thousand pardos. I did the one for last time and I thought it did pretty well, so I'm gonna see if I can be able to top myself here. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Go for it, Farad. It's Saturday Night Live! With Dan Aykroyd, Candace Bergen, Tom Bergeron, Kate McKinnon, Ian Abramson, Robert and Morton Downey Jr., Scott Rogowski, and Kevin Nealon. Featuring an improv actor with middling object work skills, Ian Abramson's evil twin, and Bowen Yang. Musical guest. Who cares? You'll fast forward it anyway. And your host, Weird Al Yankovic. Ladies and gentlemen, Weird Al Yankovic. There you go. Oh, Farad, you did it again. You magnificent SOB, you did it again. (laughs) Top of class. Top of class. Thank you. You have a great night. Thanks. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah. Best show. And another call, Pat. Live. Hello. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. This is Tom from Boston. How are you? Tom from Boston. What's up tonight? Oh, not too much. Uh, I've got a few, uh, 
for the Night of a Thousand Pardos, but I'll uh, start with one. What do you got? Let's hear it. <clears throat> it's Saturday Night Live, musical guest, Huey Lewis and the Nuge, and your host, Herbie the Love Bug. I like that. Her, Huey Lewis and the Nuge. So you're picturing this Ted Nugent and Huey Lewis. Precisely. On stage, do you think it's just the two of them? Or is it, or is it like a full band and Ted Nugent's kind of leading the band? I think probably a full band. Okay. I think Ted, Ted might need the uh, other players to play off of. He's, you know. It's hip to be square. What a, no, it's not. (laughs) That guy put some, that guy put some mixed messages out into the culture. Hip to be square. I want a new drug. Others, <laughs> right? Other ones. What's some other All Huey Lewis songs? Uh, the Harder Rock and Roll. Harder Rock and Roll. That's that's a bad song. <laughs> it's so funny because it's like not a rock song about rock songs. It's like a real. It's a really bad rock song about how great rock music is. And you're like, wait, is this a, is this the entry point on this? It almost sounds like a double agent where they're like, Hey, here's a, uh, here's, here's a thing about saying how great rock music is, but our goal is to actually make people think rock music sucks. So. He's trying to make people think that uh, their city is responsible for rock and roll. New York, San Antonio, and the Liberty <laughs> Bell, Boston, and who's the best band out of Boston? The Cars, Modern uh, Lovers. Yeah, Who I'll, is it? I'll, I'll I'll agree with the Cars. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, can't can't uh, can't deny that first record of theirs. <laughs> Uh, I have Thanks a few more. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right. We've got our musical guest, The Dictators, featuring Dick Dale, and your host, Steve Albini. So Steve Albini is hosting, but he's not a musical guest. Yeah. He's, he's, you know, he's got some projects he's working on, wants to put out in the public eye. And then he's like, we got a great show for you tonight. We got The Dictators with Dick Dale. <laughs> Stick around. Absolutely. Well, young man, thank you for the call. Thanks for talking, Tom. Take care. Bye-bye. Another call, Pat? Hello? Best show, hi. Hi. Hi, to who, who, to who, uh, uh, to whom am I speaking? This is Dennis from Lansdale. Dennis from Lansdale? Lansdale. Ramsdale. Yeah. Well, Dennis, I, I got a, I got a little, uh, little news flash for you. Yeah. Nobody knows where Ramsdale is. You got to give us a, you got to give us a state on that one. That's uh, Pennsylvania. 
Do you know you, you know Mar- Mary from Lansdale? I thought okay. I thought you said Ramsdale. No, no, no. Okay, from Lansdale, yes. So Mary from Lansdale, a high quality caller. She is. And you, uh, you, uh, are you, uh, uh, friends with her or you do know each other in I, real life? I'm spoused up with her. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So what, what, what do you got for me, chief? Okay. Um, all right. You ready? All right. Musical guest, Tommy Stinson could not attend. Replaced by Author Tom Sharpling, accompanied by G.E. Smith. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, and, two, and our host. Two... <laughs> go, go. And your... our host. Excuse me? Go for it. Uh, and our host, Tom Waits. Tom Waits is the host. I would, I wouldn't yeah. be on that episode. I'd sit that one out. <laughs> so my thinking is that so Tommy Stinson was the musical guest, and then of course couldn't make it. And you happened to be in town, and so they grabbed you, and you, and because they asked Tom Waits to do the music, and he's like, I don't do music. So yeah, he could have said that at any point during his life, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tom Waits could could feasibly say, "Yeah, I don't do music." <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it's uh, so. What's going on over there? I, I follow uh, Mary on uh, Twitter, and I see it looks like looks like your house is uh, your household's overrun by the band Sparks. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, we're a little we're all obsessed. <laughs> that guy couldn't help but put himself in his own documentary. <laughs> He's a t- when when it's like when when Neil uh, what's his face uh, comic book man what's that guy, dude's name? Oh, I don't know. What's comic book man named Neil Neil Gaiman? When he goes. Oh, yeah. um, when he's like, well, the album covers could have been in this order, and then you hear a voice off camera go, or maybe they were reversed, and he goes, that's why you're the director. Oh! <laughs> Just in case we forgot who was directing the movie. <laughs> well, they worked so hard on that accent, they gotta, they gotta put it out there. Look, I liked the movie. I liked it. Do I wish there were some Complete performances? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Could I have done without 20 of those talking heads? Yeah, I could have. <laughs> because it's like, look, the truth The truth of the matter is it comes down to the podcast game. I'm the only one with any good taste in, term, in music. It's definitely <laughs> I'm the only one. I agree with that. Zooks. Me and Zooks. We're the only ones with good taste in music. Me and Zooks get it. Everybody yeah. else pulling up the rear. You might have so you We're might trying. be able to you might be able to you might be able to tap a, a tap a winner now and now and again. But top to bottom, nah, you you ain't got it. These dorks start getting into soundtrack. Oh, I like listening to the soundtrack to uh, Poltergeist. Okay, you weirdo. 
Did you ever listen to the soundtrack to Goonies? No, not the songs from it, the soundtrack. <laughs> no, I didn't. I had uh, other records to listen I, I had actual records to listen to. <laughs> anybody starts, anybody who's a little too into soundtracks, make sure they don't lock that door behind them if you're over their house. You just make sure, you make sure you see a clear exit. <laughs> you're in a house with somebody that's a little too into soundtracks. You make sure you got a clean way to get out of that house. <laughs> All right, my friend. You have a great Thanks, day. Thanks, You too. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Yeah, how many calls we got? The phones are full. Phones are full. Let's do this as the final round. I'm in book promotion mode, and I'm your guys run down, Pat. That's this okay. is this is it. This is the final week too for this book. It never ends. Comes we, out on July sixth. We could. This always, is maybe the greatest week in entertainment history. Today, another 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 fellow throws their hat in the ring in the author game. Uh, what's that? Quentin Tarantino put a book out today. Very excited to check that out. His novelization of his own movie, which I think is a funny idea. Good for him. He did it. And we can QAP Mike in three, two, one. I just just read a bad review on Amazon about it. Mm -hmm. Well, that says everything. That says everything. You might as well well pull it from from print. A bad review on Amazon, eh? No, he... It says he basically just sort of took the script and he sort of is doing it and he's like not much added to it. So that's generally what a novelization is. Well, no, it's it's not always written in in uh, in the present tense. Apparently, I talked to I talked to somebody who read it and they loved it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up. I like the idea that it's a cheap paperback. He did a book in the spirit of like the kind of junky airport. Yeah, no, I, I give him credit for that. That that's a that's a mm-hmm. cool move. Did you see him mm-hmm. on Bill Maher? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. No, I didn't see him on Bill Maher. Bill Maher's Good. an idiot. Oh my god, with this guy, Bill Maher. Everybody like who who hey, the only one he likes is is this, the guy he sees in the mirror. The only one he likes, the man in the mirror. Yes, KP Mike. Oh, you have no idea. You have no idea. I like the man in the mirror. All he says. (laughs) That's the wrong Michael. Wrong Michael. Got the wrong Michael there. Now, who, who, who do you like? Who do you think is great? Right now? Yeah, right now. Who's great? Who'd you be like? That person is great. I like Andrea Arnold. Who? Andrea Arnold, British uh, director. Okay. All right. Mike Lee, I like, but uh, he's, I guess, he's not putting out movies very often anymore. No, no. Nuts in May. Classic. You ever seen Nuts in May, Mike? That's an early one, yeah. Was that even a TV movie, I think? It was made for television. Yeah. Nuts in May, recommended to me by... Ronald Bronstein. <laughs> he uh, he said it's a great movie, and I watched it. I'm like, yeah, it's a great movie. It's great. 
do you like Mike Lee, who hasn't directed a movie in 31 years? And you like, uh, you like, uh, Andrea Arnold. Who else? Who else passes the test? That's it. Well, I haven't seen a movie in a while, right? We've been shut down. No, you can just say anything. Books, movies, television, oh, anything. Books. Who passes the test? I just I I'm reading a Flaubert uh, sentimental education, but I'm not enjoying it as much. But I read his letters. Sorry, very... Flaubert. Sorry, Flaubert. <laughs> his you letters know, are his, his letters are very funny. The guy that did Strudel doesn't like you. <laughs> it's all this description. It's all this description. <laughs> it's all this description of uh-huh. clothing and the interior design of rooms. I mean, they had to do that back then, but. Uh, it's tedious now. Yeah, they had to paint pictures with words back then. Yeah. Not anymore. So, um, so you like Flaubert, but qualified. <laughs> Flaubert is a qualified endorsement. The letters you approve of. Yeah, I read those, you, eh? They were very funny. You like Flaubert, you like Andrea Arnold and Mike Lee. Yeah. Okay. It's a good group. Group, all right, Mike. Strudel, and you like Strudel? You like the guy that made Strudels <laughs> over at apmike.bandcamp.com? That's the that's the uh, that's the 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 dinner. Would be those people at a table? Yeah, at a diner. A diner. Think of the band diner, in, and that's in the spirit of the the thing, the Strudels. Yeah. It's you, it's you talking to, what is it? You talking to like locals at a diner or something? Yeah. It's, it's, it's sort of my homage to, uh, you know, late night diner people who just sort of talk mm. randomly. Okay. Give monologues. Mm-hmm. It was inspired. There was, a, there was a woman who used to come into the Bayonne diner who would just, she would talk without mm-hmm. stopping. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't think she really cared if anybody was listening. She would just go on. Uh, the waitress would walk away and she, and she would continue. So she sort of inspired me. Okay. It's very, no, look at that. Speaking of talking, last week he gave our own Pat a hard time for telling his soft boiled egg story. Oh, I had to bust his beans on that. Pat. Mm, yes. <laughs> you told a story. You told a. Uh, you told a, a, a. It was a slice of real life. It was you with a soft boiled egg. It was a slice of fingered bread. Yeah, and then then you went back later and you looked at Twitter. You realized you're getting skewered. No, by one of your cohorts. Oh yes, yes. I thought you meant everyone. No, no. There was a lot of people. I didn't in skewer my, you. There was a lot of people in my defense, and to those I say thank you. But Mike was saying. Was this in real time? We're getting the soft boiled egg story. Yeah, he was he was going a little harsh, but uh you know, I uh, I don't fault him. I think um you gotta take Mike the way um Oh, here it comes. You just you just gotta you gotta take him here in, it in comes. you gotta take him in doses, you know. Sometimes doses. 
Some sometimes people sometimes mm-hmm. life life hands you uh, soft boiled eggs and you gotta oh. you gotta ask for extra napkins and move on. Oh. And, uh, no, I will say this, Mike. I, a zinger of zinger befitting of, of Flaubert himself. <laughs> Wait, what? Flaubert couldn't Flaubert couldn't zing someone the way you just zinged Mike. Who's Flaubert? No. Some person Mike mentioned. I've been pretending I know who it is. Oh, I didn't even catch that. He but, said, "Oh, I like. I prefer his letters to his." <laughs> and I go, "Ah, yes, yes, the letters." The letters are masterful. Meanwhile, I'm just like, meanwhile, I'm just wondering. It's like, yeah, I wonder if in this uh, season of Ink Master I'm watching, I wonder, uh, wonder what's going to happen to Sketchy Lawyer. No, I look forward to seeing Mike in person, and he can he can razz oh, me all he wants. That, that, that's a threat. That's Tom, a threat right there. No, that was a. I can take Mike. It. You Tom. better go get a. You better go get a hockey mask or a football helmet. <laughs> no. Tom. That was a straight up. I look forward to seeing Mike in person, where we can settle this face to face. No, I can take it. I'll take it. I think we got a Floyd Mayweather, uh, Logan Paul situation coming here. Which one am I? You're you're the you're the you're the young uh, you don't young up and comer. You're Logan okay. Paul. All right. Well, uh, the, I the the one thing I'll say to settle this is, Mike, use the internet search engine of your choice. And you can look up soft-boiled egg sandwich. It does exist. It's usually served open face, not at the not at the ham and egg meat and potato places <laughs> that, that you and I love. But the fancier places have it. I was in the fancier wrong place places. at the wrong time, and I thought I was settling for something I didn't really want at a fancier place since they didn't have bagels, which is what I want. Because like much like you, Mike, I'm that type of guy i just wanted a bagel i didn't want the fancy sandwich but, but here's the thing pat yeah you could have walked 10 feet away and found another place for with a bagel right no I mean, that's the Brooklyn. thing it's kind of a food desert right there i'm telling you uh-huh. you're you gotta, you gotta walk t- you gotta take and- the l you gotta take the l pat you 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 went on you were gonna try and trash this business yeah i mean they've been shut down for 15 months i feel like i took you, the l that you day came, <laughs> you, you came in cocky that that was what was amazing about that story. Uh-huh. You you were well, you were bragging about, about it on this. Twitter. You're going to take this business out. No, I'm not. And, they, and then, they, they were and smart then enough to have a window. Out, you they misread were fine. The, the menu. No, they they were fine. Take the L. I misread the manual of my television. Remember that story? I'm going to take the L into Manhattan and get a real bagel. How about that? <laughs> oh, you could do that. You could you could go fifty feet. You can swing a cat and find another place no, where you could get a bagel. I'm telling you, Brooklyn. you can't. It's not, listen, it's a food desert over there. You can't, Mike. The nearest bagel shop sucks. I'm telling you, it's garbage. No one goes there that knows a bagel. Nobody goes there. And this Had place. Have you ever e- eaten a soft boiled egg before? Yes, but not with a shell on it. Usually I, I order it and it's deshelled. You doing good, Tom? Wow. What's that now? I said, are you doing good? I'm doing good. I'm enjoying this. Okay. Listen, I didn't take down no. any business. This place was smart enough to have a window open. Unlike a lot of businesses, they stayed open and they and they had plenty of business to go around and more power to them. I didn't name them. I didn't give them their name. You published. You put their menu up on Twitter. Yeah, and, the, and the, their name isn't on the menu. It was it was a it was a tight shot of the menu. Yeah, that is true. The name was not on the menu. Yeah. 
You gave the address. People knew what restaurant I did not give the address. I gave the cross streets. They were defending the place. I gave the cross streets. People can use their imagination if they live there. If they don't, they're not going to make a pilgrimage based on this radio show. Are you a consumer advocate now, Mike? What are you you doing? Shitting on you segments? Yeah. You know what? Forget it, Mike. No. Look, I got to just say, Pat. Yeah. I would have been frustrated also. Yeah. You try you and I we're cut from the same cloth. We're not these other guys, these these mics or these studios. Oh, where don't they, let me in on that. Where they go and they shove everyone around and tell them how it is. Look, we don't they can do read the, a we, menu. I took we the roll, L. It was try, a confusing menu try. read. I think the internet <laughs> agreed like, with me there. Pat, we try, we try. We don't just we don't just scream and shout and until we get our way, we try to make the best of a situation. Can't read a menu. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, fair. I don't know. I don't know how to help you there, Mike. But I'm I'm allowed to complain about it. It was a frustrating experience. I was they I was expected to crack open a soft boiled egg shell with a plastic mm-hmm. utensil, and that wasn't happening. And That's I complained the one thing about I it. I agree radio. with you. I agree with you on that. Yeah. I complained that's about poor, it on the that's radio. Poor I made a mess. It was a bad day. Pat, you didn't say the name of the business. Nope. You didn't drag him. You're a class act. Look, when Pat wants to drag a business, he'll name the names. Yeah. Let's go ask anybody at Alamo Draft House. Big time. <laughs> Big time. He'll tell you. Uh, yeah, he doesn't. He he doesn't hold back when it's time to hold. When he don't want to hold back, he don't hold yeah. back. And look what happened to them. Look! Look! Yeah. Mike, if I was you, I'm serious. The only thing I'll say, Mike, go get a football helmet. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for a football helmet for you. You want to go get one? What do you want? A, uh, what do you want? A Bart Starr helmet? What do you want? So, uh, a Jim Brown? What do you want? Old vintage helmet? Old uh, uh, YA Tittle? What do you want? We'll get you a leather head. Whatever you want, because I tell you, you're winding Pat up. This guy's a this guy's been a caged lion for a, for a year. He's ready to erupt. You don't poke the lion. The lion just wanted a soft boiled egg. He wanted no fingerling uh, bread slices. Just give him a bleeping bagel. That's all the guy wanted. Yeah, it's like the suicidal tendency song. <laughs> all he is. wanted was a all he wanted was a bagel. And an egg. Right, Pat? Yeah. That's you. The fact that they had no bagels, that's that's a red flag. You know what you do when that happens? You, t- you walk away. You got to cut your losses. Find a new place. I mean, you were on route. You were on your on route to work, right? First, you, first you want me to support the business. Now you don't want me to support the yeah. business. Which well, one is it? I tell you, can't win. You well, can't you, win. you you went in, win. you wanted a bagel, and they didn't have it. And then you ordered something you never. And I thought it was a before. breakfast sandwich. Yes, the entire menu was crap. None of it was good. It all looked bad. Look, it's good for someone. Right. They're still in business. I'm all not right. going to keep right. shitting this I place. Can't, I can't. I can't. I'm do not. This anymore. <laughs> I can't do the thing. We're like Flaubert said. Whoopie damn do. 
What's the best Flaubert thing I could read? If I'm going to go get pick one up tonight, Mike. What's that? What's Madame the best Bovary. Flaubert? I mean, that's Madame Bovary. Okay. Yeah. All right. You should check out the Flaubert rapport. That was his earlier <laughs> show. Pat slides in with the zinger. Three that's calls. A zinger left. on me. Mm, the zinger on all Flaubert fans. All you Flaubert heads took that one on the on the chin on that one. The Flaubert rapport. <laughs> now look, everybody needs to be friends again. It's tense. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Over a, a bleeping soft-boiled egg. Who would have known it's good radio. a soft-boiled egg would have been the undoing? You know, a little tension. Yeah, well, why don't you wrap it up over on Dan Pritchard's show? <laughs> why don't you why don't you, you set it up over here? Why don't you close it out? Why don't you head on over there? <laughs> Give him the conclusion to it. Okay. To be continued on Dan Pritchard's show. All right. What do we got? Beshow, hi. Hi, Tom. Hi, to whom am I speaking? This is Alex in Oklahoma City. Alex in Oklahoma City. What's up, Alex? I got one for the topic. Let's hear it. It's Saturday Night Live featuring Ed Wynn. Ed Wynn? Yeah, he was the uh the I love to laugh guy from Mary Poppins and he played a bunch of like voice people in Disney stuff. Next call, please. We're done here. Next call. Next call, get off my phone. Ed Wynn. <laughs> Gotta explain Ed Wynn. Beshell, hi. Hey Tom, how you doing? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Arthur from Weehawk in New Jersey. How you doing, Arthur? Doing pretty good. What do you got? Complain, for you? I uh, just had my best friend's uh, wedding this weekend. Can you believe this guy wrapped his story up about the Better Business Bureau and the strip club on a, someone else's show? Can you believe this guy? <laughs> you believe this guy? Uh, whatever. God bless him. God bless <laughs> all of them. God bless him. So what do you got now? I was just saying I uh, had my best friend's wedding this weekend. I was the best man, and I'm listening to the best show, so I, I cannot complain. Didn't all the best. Good. You got all the best going on. Oh, best man, best. best show. And then you know what's coming up? The best book. Oh, yeah. Got it pre-ordered. Thank you. Got 25 copies ordered, actually. No, you don't. Yeah. Well, just in case I want to read it more than once. So. Well, you're, that's troubling. I'm going <laughs> to intervene on that purchase. Um, okay. So what do you got? Do you got something for the topic? Yeah. So uh, it's Saturday Night Live, musical guest, the Bacon Brothers, with your host, Walter White. And then Walter White would have to say, I am the one who hosts, as soon as he comes out and does his monologue. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> and the, and Kevin Bacon the absolutely doesn't, yeah. He wouldn't go at all on anything other than the musical part, just taking the musical part very seriously. I love it. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I meant what I said about this podcast, the thing that these people don't have great taste in music. Some of them do. Some of them have good taste in music. Some do. 
I'll also put, uh, 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 nah, just keep his main zooks. Everybody else gotta earn it. What do we got? Beshow, hi. Hello, hi, Beshow. Hi, Tom, it's Ben from Fargo. Ben from Fargo? Yes. How are you tonight, Ben? I'm doing quite well. I'm doing quite well. I'm enjoying the show a lot. Let's say that again. And I've got, I, I'm enjoying the show a lot, and uh, I have one for the topic whenever you're ready. I'm all ears. Live from New York, it's Saturday night. Featuring Fred from Honolulu, Dave from Knoxville, Caitlin from Rochester, introducing Spike, (laughs) musical guests, Bad Company, and your host, Gary the Squirrel. I love it. I love it. Thanks, buddy. We got another call, Pat. That's all of them. That's all of them. Well, 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 look where we find ourselves next week. Best show. July 6th, a book comes out. Finally, the book comes out. So get ready for that. It never ends. You can go to TomWroteABook.com to pre-order it. you got a week to go if you want the book plate, the signed book plate. It's just signed a pile of them. Everybody in the U.S. gets one if you go and fill the form out. I'm going to put up a little thing on Twitter. I'll figure out a way to get some to as many people as I can from out of the United States. All the burden uh, on my back on that one. See what I can do. I'll try. And check out over at my Twitter, which is at Sharpling. You can see the uh, the places I'm going to be doing the show. And we got all, all these bookstore, these bookstore appearances, me in conversation with Julie Klausner, Jake Fogelnest, uh, John Worcester, John Hodgman, and Nathan Fielder. So those are all happening. It's very exciting. I'm truly excited about the book. Uh, please check it out. And... Thank you for caring about the best show. We will be back next week, and I wish you all a great night. Bye.